Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi presents a message from our study on the prayers that resonate with God. Moses had some really amazing experiences with God that started with an active and intimate prayer life. We see this in the book of Exodus, chapter 33, as Moses prays and asks to know God's ways and that the Lord would go before him. If we want to know God the way Moses did, what should our prayer life look like? Is there a way that we can experience God's abundance each and every day? Rabbi Schneider today helps us discover the truth about God's glory. This message is titled, Show Me Your Glory. Let's get started. Here is Rabbi. When I know that the things that I'm asking the Father for are things that he's happy that I'm asking him for, things that he's going to answer because he's pleased that I'm asking him for these things, it gives me great confidence in my prayers and that they're being answered. In other words, we know that some prayers please the Father more than other prayers. Think, for example, of Solomon. Remember when Solomon became king and the Lord said to Solomon, ask me what you will. And Solomon prayed for wisdom. And the father responded to him, Solomon, because you asked me for wisdom and not for riches and some of these other things, I'm so pleased with that, that I'm gonna give you wisdom unlike any wisdom anybody's ever known on the earth before. And the Lord said, I'm gonna give you everything else too. But the point is that God said to Solomon, the thing that you asked me for, this prayer for wisdom, Solomon, it really pleased my heart. And it was so much more of an important matter to me that you asked me for that than it would have been if you would have asked me for riches and honor. And so there are some things that really resonate with God. And we wanna find out what those things are. Because when we make first things first, and when we make important to ourselves the things that are important to God, and when we, beloved, ask God for those things first that are primarily important to Him, what's going to happen is we're going to move in deep power in the Spirit in our relationship with the Lord, and we're going to experience the fullness of abundant life that Jesus purchased for us by His own blood. So there's great value in examining the prayers that we find in the Bible from men and women that walk closely with God, seeing how God answered their prayers, and knowing then that those same types of things that they prayed for we can pray for in our own lives, and it's gonna change us in what we're experiencing in the dimension of the Spirit. Because prayer changes what you experience. Your prayer life will determine the spiritual atmosphere that you live in. In other words, you are responsible for determining the increase of the anointing that will surround your life. If you're passive and don't pray much, little is gonna happen. That's why Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. Jesus said, up until this time, you've asked me for nothing. But he said, ask that your joy may be made full. In other words, Jesus is saying, when you ask, when you focus on your prayer life with me, your joy is going to be made full. It's going to change your spiritual environment. It's going to change your experience. And so, 
you are responsible in the Lord for determining the level of anointing that you're experiencing and walking in in your life. And so this is serious business for those of us that truly believe that we can lay a hold of everything that God has intended for us in Jesus. So with that said, we're gonna continue now and we're gonna look at one of the most famous prayers in the Hebrew Bible, in the book of Exodus chapter 33, verse number 12 and 13, and then number 15 and 16. Hear the word of God. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring them this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Moreover, you have said, I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I might know you, so that I might find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. For how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not by your going with us, so that we, I and your people, may be distinguished from all the other people who are on the face of the earth? And then in verse 18, then Moses said, I pray you, show me your glory. So let's take this apart verse by verse here because there are so many applications that can help us in our prayer life. First of all, who was Moses? Well, we know that Moses was the great deliverer of Israel out of Egypt and into the promised land. We know Joshua actually was the one that brought them entrance, but Moses was the one that God used to lead them out of Egypt and right almost to the border. So Moses is one of the greatest figures in the entire Hebrew Bible. In fact, if you ask most Jewish people, who's the most outstanding figure in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew Bible that we call the Tanakh, most of them will tell you Moses. Remember when Jesus appeared on the Mount of Transfiguration with his three apostles, he appeared on the Mount of Transfiguration with Moses and Elijah. Moses and Elijah are the two primary figures in the Hebrew Bible. God said about Moses that when he speaks to a prophet, the Lord said, he speaks in a vision or a dream. But the Lord said, not so about Moses. When I speak to Moses, the Lord said, I speak face to face, even as a man speaketh to a friend. I mean, you think about that intimate language. The Lord called Moses his friend, Moses, we call the one that God spoke to face to face. The Lord also said about Moses that he was the humblest man on all the earth. So we need to take very seriously the walk that Moses had with God. We want to see what was in Moses's heart. We want to see what was it that Moses desired from God. What was it that Moses prayed for? because Moses is one of the most outstanding figures in the entire word of God. And by studying him and by emulating him, it's gonna help us, beloved, to go deeper in our experience in our communion with the Lord Jesus Christ. Moses says to the Lord there, you have commissioned me to bring this people out of Egypt. Listen to verse number 12. Then Moses said to the Lord, see you say to me, bring up this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Moreover, you have said, I have known you by name and you have found favor in my sight. 
I just want to consider these two phrases that Moses said to the Lord. He said to the Lord, Lord, you said to me that you know me by name, and you said to me that I have found favor in your sight. I just want to stress those two concepts to you for a second. Because if we're going to move mountains in our prayer life with God, we have to be convinced, first of all, beloved, that he knows us. You have to be convinced that God knows you, that he loves you, and that his favor's on you. Moses said, you have said to me, I have known you by name. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. We want you to know there are so many ways that you can watch and listen to Rabbi's programs. Online, you'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can find resources like our television broadcast schedule, Rabbi's messages on your podcasting platform, YouTube content, devotionals, and much more. You can even follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check out all these resources online today. At the core of everything we do at Discovering the Jewish Jesus is our commitment to declare the whole counsel of God's Word from start to finish. In fact, Rabbi's unique way of connecting the Old and the New Testaments has helped people all over the world to understand the Bible with fresh eyes. To join us in this work of God, give a donation online today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now here is Rabbi Schneider. Did you know that Jesus said about you that the number of hairs on your head are numbered? Jesus said that God knows you and I get this now by name. David said that while we were yet in the womb, he knew us while we're still even unformed. God knows you and loves you, beloved, specifically and uniquely. He designed you just for himself. I want you to know God loves you and knows you by your name. He's got a specific destiny and plan for your life. Be confident in that right now. You're in the womb of the Father's love. And then Moses was convinced of this, that God's favor was on him. Listen to what Moses said next. You have said to me, I have known you by name. And then Moses said, and... You also said that I have found favor in your sight. Listen again. I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. I want you to know, God wants you to be convinced that his favor is on your life. Some of us are still trapped in a spirit of dread. We're trapped in a spirit of gloom. We're afraid what's going to happen tomorrow. We're afraid of the future. You know why? Because we're not confident that God's favor is on our life. We're not confident that goodness and mercy are gonna follow us all the days of our life. We're not confident that God has a good plan for us. We're not confident that we exist in the protection of his love. You and I need to believe, beloved, that his favor is on our life. Right now, as a father to the church, I speak over you and decree and declare over you, God's favor is on your life. Listen to me. God loves you and his favor, beloved child of God, is on your life. Listen to me again. God's favor, the Father's favor is on your life. Receive it. Receive his shalom. Receive his love. Receive the knowledge of his favor. You know what Moses does? He said, Lord, help me to become more convinced of this. 
You have said it, Moses prayed. Help me to realize it more. So Moses continues in verse number 13. He says this, Now therefore, I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I might know you, that I might find favor in your sight. It's kind of interesting. First of all, Moses said, you have said to me that you know me and that you found favor in my sight. Now Moses is saying to the Lord, if I have found favor in your sight. So it's interesting that Moses knows that God already told him that his favor's on him, and yet Moses is asking for reassurance. Sometimes there's nothing wrong to ask the Father, to ask Jesus to be reassured. Remember the man prayed, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. So let's pray right now, even as Moses prayed, help me to know in a greater way, Father, help me to know, Papa, in an even greater way, the abundance of your love and favor that's on my life. So Father, right now in Jesus' name, I wanna thank you for your love for your children. I wanna thank you, Father God, that your favor is on the life of the beloved ones that Jesus died for. Father God, thank you that you sent your son who gave us his precious blood so that we could inherit the kingdom of God. Jesus, I thank you that you said that through your blood, not only would we receive forgiveness of sin, but that with your forgiveness, Jesus, we would also, you said, freely inherit all things. So Jesus, we wanna thank you today that God said to us, if he did not spare his only begotten son for us, will he not also with him freely give us all things? We receive now, Jesus, the confidence of your favor on our life. We are confident in your love. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus, for saturating our hearts with the love of God. Moses said in Exodus 33, 15, if your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. This speaks of Moses' humility. Moses was not presumptuous. He said to the Father, if you don't go with me, if your presence isn't going before me, let us not go. This, again, really tells us the type of attitude that Moses had, how he was afraid to get out there relying on his own strength. I wonder how many of us this speaks to today. I'm, I wonder how many of us are falling and failing how we're making decisions that are resulting in failure, how we're taking actions that result in a lack of fruitfulness because we don't have the type of attitude and prayer life that Moses displayed when he said to the Father, Father, if you don't go with us, if your presence doesn't go with us, I'm not gonna go. But for some of us, instead of walking in that type of a posture, in that type of humility, many of us were walking what I'm calling presumptuously. We're not relying on the Father. We're not afraid of relying on our own strength. We're not afraid of relying on our own abilities. We just rush out there like a bulldog doing all these things without doing it in a way that's humbly relying on the Father, without realizing that unless He blesses us, we're very vulnerable and in a place of danger. And so the second powerful prayer dynamic that I want to derive from Exodus 33 for us today, beloved ones, is that we need to come to a place of humility in our life that we recognize that unless God goes before us every day, 
Unless we're relying him to go before us every day, we're in a place of danger and putting ourselves in a posture of failing. In other words, we can't just get in our car every day on the road and just assume that everything's safe. We recognize that every time we get out on the road driving our car, we're relying on the protection of God. We don't just assume that things are gonna go well for our family, but rather we assume that independency on God. We can be confident we're safe. We can be confident that the Lord is blessing our family. We can be confident that the Lord is giving us wisdom. We can be confident that the Lord is leading us and guiding us. But before that, we have to put ourselves in the posture that Moses put his heart in when he said, unless you go with me, unless your presence goes with me, I'm not gonna go. So I wanna ask you right now. See, the Bible says the word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword, dividing the soul from the spirit. And I wonder if right now this word that I'm preaching is cutting some of us between the division of soul and spirit, and you're recognizing that a lot of the life that you're leading is a life of self-sufficiency, that you haven't yet been brought to your knees like Moses was when he said, unless you go with me, I will not go. You see, beloved ones, the Bible tells us that the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, was written for us upon whom the end of the ages has come. Moses' life and his example, beloved, was written for you and I. There's much that we can learn from this today. Well, as we continue, we get to the close of Moses' prayer. And he finally says to the Lord in verse number 18, show me your glory. Show me your glory. What an awesome prayer. Isn't it an awesome thing to know that you can experience and I can experience the glory of God? Did you know that Jesus prayed for us, that the glory that he had with the Father, we would experience, that Jesus said the glory that's his, he's imparted to you, that it's God's purpose for you to dwell with him forever and ever in his glory. The Bible says, whom he foreknew, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. And whom he foreknew, he called. Whom he called, he justified. And whom he justified, he glorified. Your destiny and my destiny is one of glory. But beyond that, God is the glorious one. And as we seek his face for him, as we keep knocking, as we keep asking, as we keep seeking, and as we pray what Moses prayed, Father God, Lord Jesus, show me your glory. Reveal your glory to me. Impart your glory to me. Let me see how beautiful you are. Let me see your power. Let me know your divine intelligence. Let me experience your divine creativity within me. Let me know your genius, Lord. Show me how marvelous you are. Show me how wondrous you are. Oh God, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Reveal yourself to me. Pour forth your spirit upon me. Pour forth your love on me. Pour forth your joy on me. Pour forth your power on me. Oh God, I want to discover you. Jesus, you said if I would knock, you'd open the door. If I would seek, I'd find. If I would ask, I'd receive. So Father God, thank you that you love me. And I pray now what Moses prayed. Father, show me your glory. Thank you, Jesus, for purchasing this for me by your own blood. And now I ask and I seek and I knock. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. 
Show me your glory, Father God. Thank you. I believe I'm receiving it. And then you're unfolding it to me in Jesus' name and for Jesus' fame. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Our Bible teacher is Rabbi Schneider, and we've been learning about the compassionate nature of God. If you'd like to learn more about this ministry, or if you'd like to download the study guide for today's message titled, Show Me Your Glory, please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, when we come together as one to expand God's kingdom upon the earth, we are allowing others to experience a deeper and fuller relationship with God. It's also one way we can begin giving glory and praise back to the Lord. And we'd love for you to support us in this mission of spreading the good news of Yeshua, the Messiah around the world. And to share a little bit more about that right now, here is Rabbi once again. Beloved, in Matthew chapter 26 and Luke chapter 7, we read about the woman that had a very costly vial of perfume in an alabaster box, and she came and anointed the body of Jesus with that perfume. When the disciples saw it, they were so upset. They said, you know what? That perfume could have been sold and the money given to the poor. What a waste. But Jesus said, let her alone. Why? Because her financial gift him through the vial of perfume represented her love of Jesus. Beloved, you and I can do the same thing with our finances. In our financial giving to the ministries of King Jesus, we're actually doing the same thing that that woman with the alabaster box did. We're showing Jesus how much we love him and appreciate him. Your financial gifts, beloved, make a difference to King Jesus. Thank you for partnering with Jesus through this ministry. It's exciting to see how God is reaching people all over the world of every age and background, and we are so grateful for every single gift that we receive. And if you'd like to support this ministry today, we'd love to hear from you. You can give by calling 800-777-7835 or online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And as our way of saying thank you for your financial gift, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's Message of the month that's available as a digital download. And we'll also send you our latest newsletter, which has additional information about this ministry, including our crusades and special holiday events like Hanukkah, which begins at sunset December the 7th and ends December the 15th at nightfall this year. This fun-filled holiday celebration lasts eight days. And if you'd like to know more about the history of Hanukkah and its importance to the Jewish people, visit us online at Discord discoveringthejewishjesus.com and head on over to our Messianic Resources page. And while you're on our website, let me remind you, we have an engaging assortment of books and resources that would make wonderful Hanukkah and Christmas gifts. Books like The Key to Answered Prayer, which is the perfect complement to this study on prayers that resonate with God. You can also pick up a Messianic calendar for the coming year. And this spiral-bound desk calendar highlights all the important biblical holidays and features different inspiring scripture verses each month. It's a fantastic gift for the person who wants to know about these special feast days. To learn what's available to you today, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Well, thanks for joining us. Let's wrap up with a special blessing from Rabbi. What I love about the ironic blessing is that it did not originate with man. The words actually proceeded from the very essence of God himself. The blessing comes from the book of Numbers, chapter 6. 
So listen to these words and receive the blessing of the Lord into your life today. Yahweh, 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again Thursday when Rabbi Schneider discusses wisdom as a part of our series on prayers that resonate with God on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.